Welcome to the Ambitious Mom Podcast, the podcast for the woman who is building a business empire and a family legacy. Having it all and living the life of your dreams now. No delay and no sacrifice required. We'll talk life, online business, spirituality, and everything in between. Here's your host, Katie Fleming. Let's do this thing. Welcome back to the Ambitious Mom Podcast. We are starting day two of this three-day masterclass release event here on the podcast for the Ease Frequency Masterclass. If this is the first time you are tuning into an episode, I want to encourage you to go back to the one prior, the Ease Frequency Masterclass day one. We are releasing for three straight days a masterclass that was hosted just the week prior on Instagram. So as we get into this, you're going to hear the live stream. You're going to hear me doing giveaways. You're going to hear me talking with those that are live. You're going to hear me all of that. This is unedited. This is uncut. This is being brought straight from Instagram to the podcast simply for your audio enjoyment and your ability to get it done. Because like, if you're anything like me, the podcast is so much easier to consume than Instagram. So enjoy this episode. I cannot wait to hear the ahas that you have as you listen. I would encourage you to to reach out to me on Instagram to let me know what is coming from all of this, all of this. And I cannot wait to walk through these three days with you here on the podcast. All right, let's get to the episode. Hello, hello. Welcome into day number two of the Ease Frequency. I am Katie Fleming, and I am so excited to welcome you into the second day of this three-day masterclass event where we are diving into exactly what the Ease Frequency is, how you can tap into it, and begin to integrate a life with the Ease Frequency so that there is no difference between, between life per usual and ease for you. How amazing would that sound? So as you were hopping on, say hello to me. Let me know that you're here. Hello, Shandy. How are you? So good to see you. So we had a huge day yesterday and I didn't intend for this to happen, but it actually worked out perfectly that we didn't, we had the masterclass later today so that you had time, uh, to process and think through and actually journal and do the exercise, the homework from yesterday, which was a big one, which is a big one. One of the things I said yesterday was that the ease frequency is quite large. And when it came through for me to run this masterclass back in February, I knew how big this was. And I was like, God, how am I going to get this through? How am I going to share this with the world? And it's big. It's big. And the deeper we go into this three-day event, the more you're going to see that there's a lot. There's a lot here to unpack. So this is going to be one of those master classes that you revisit time and time again. You do the exercises, you do the homework, you do those things so that you can really step into living a life of ease and letting that be the normal. How incredible would that be? So hello, Kelsey. Hello, Lisa. How are you guys? So, so, so good to see you. So I want you guys to let me know if you were on yesterday and you started day one with us, you did the homework, maybe you didn't do the homework, you just watched the live, like wherever you are, tell me your number one takeaway so far from inside of this masterclass. I heard from a handful of you guys in the DMs last night or yesterday at some point that like life hit you on the way out of the masterclass, like things showed up where you're like, whoa, okay, hello. There's these things now here that I can clearly see them as what would have been ease stealers but you took on a new perspective and a new point of power out of yesterday. And that was that nothing and no one can steal your ease, can steal your peace. No one can take that. 
No one can take your peace. We give our peace away a lot of times thinking that someone took it, but the moment we notice that it was never taken in the first place, we gave it away, we can take it back immediately. And this is what is, is what I like to call like this like jupe of power because it's almost like it slingshots back to you the moment you notice it and the moment you call it back. So I hope you guys did that exercise from yesterday. If not, the replays got it. You've got time. You've got all the time and space to do that thing. So let's dive in. I actually want to do a giveaway because I love giveaways. And there was a handful of you guys that shared yesterday. And I'm so excited. So I've got some names in here and I'm going to do a giveaway. Shandy says, life helped reinforce your message for me yesterday. Yes, it did. For you and for me. It's so crazy how life shows up for us that way. But when we actually, like, we're now in a position of, like, noticing the things around us. Like, huh, I wonder why this is showing up. It's crazy the connections you start to make and the speed at which you start to move through your personal reality to create the one you want. It is so fun. So Lisa says, giving peace away instead of it being taken. That's a big eye opener. Joop. I love it. I love seeing how you guys spell joop. I say joop so much and I'm, and it's so fun to see different ways of spelling it and joop. That's how I'd spell it, Lisa. So we're on the same page there. I love it. Okay. So a couple things about the giveaways. We are doing another giveaway tomorrow. It's going to be the big daddy giveaway. So you're going to want to share between now and then unlimited entries into the giveaway. All you have to do is share something on your Instagram stories. If you do a video of me, can you make sure it's kind of cute though? Like make sure I have a cute face, (laughs) not like her. Which is totally fine, but it's hilarious. It's hilarious actually to see see the um, the things that the screen grabs and stuff like that. So uh, your notes, the video, your takeaways, your thoughts, like whatever you want to do, just tag me, and I will include you in the giveaway. The point of this is, is I want to see how the ease frequency is being integrated into your life, and also there's a whole lot of women that need to understand that this frequency exists, and there's a way to tap into it and live life from this place. So. That's the reason why we're doing that. And I like to give away free stuff. So that's more than, that's so fun. So yesterday we gave away two everyday paydays. Today we are giving away one Voxer Mini Mind spot in the April Voxer Mini Mind. This is my five day group Voxer Mastermind, basically, where it's group coaching and masterminding inside of a small group on Voxer. And we start next week on Monday. We roll from Monday to Friday. It's unlimited, it's fast paced, it's whirlwind, it's, it's everything. They are my favorite. And we do them every single month and you are going to get a pass into the next one for one of you. That's in this bucket right now. I love it. Okay, so Shani says, big takeaway. I gave my piece away to what I thought my husband thought, and I do that often. I blame him, but he didn't actually even say anything. It's what I thought he thought. Interesting. It's so interesting, right? How we make up games of like, well, we think they think we thought. Yeah, it's like that from Friends episode. I think it's Phoebe and Joey and Rachel where they're like, pretending like they, they, they know Chandler and Rachel, uh, Monica are together. And they're like, but they don't know. We know. They know. We know. We know. And Joey's like, can we just tell the truth? <laughs> and that's what, that's what your higher self is like, Shandy. Your, your higher self is like, can we just all tell the truth? <laughs> can we just realize that this is the most ridiculous game that everybody's played? Can we just be honest and move on? So this is so, such a huge realization for you. So without further ado, who's going to win the box of mind? Oh my goodness. 
It's Sarah Mom Coach. I wrote Sarah Mom Coach because I wasn't sure your last name, but Sarah Mom Coach, I think, is your Instagram handle. How freaking sweet is that? <sighs> I'm so excited. Congratulations, Sarah. It's going to be such a joy to have you next week in the Voxer Mini Mind. I'm so excited. DM me and we can get all the specifics going there. So, like I said, there's one more huge giveaway tomorrow that one of you will win. Share away whatever you feel led to share, and you will be entered into win that. Okay, so as we start, I want to I want to just anchor us in to this day. Anchor us in to this this transmission, this masterclass tonight with a, a deep, deep breath and exhale. So one of the things I actually want to challenge you guys to do as you're doing this with me is make an audible exhale. We are often taught to be quiet, to sit down, to not make a disturbance, to fit in. Like we, we don't, and one of the, one of the ways I like to challenge this is like literally just breathe out loud and breathe very loudly. <sighs> you can hold it at the top and then like even, even like a really obnoxious sigh. Ah! <laughs> Like, just let it go, okay? And it's the end of the day, so we've all had a lot of things that have come up, a lot of things we've handled, a lot of tears we've wiped, ours or our children's. <laughs> a lot of, of, of things have happened. I'm quite sure of that. And so I want you to take a big, deep breath right now with me. And let it out. And as you let it out, I want you to think about how beautiful life is is happening, even if it seems hard, even if there's moments aren't that cute, that aren't that beautiful, it's all working out for the greater good of all. Okay. So let's anchor into this space tonight and let's dive right in. Let's dive right in. So yesterday we talked about the, the first couple of things that are reasons why I've, I've experienced ease. So a masterclass is big. I had to sit here and just ask like, okay, what are the reasons why I am having the ease? Why am I, how am I able to sit in this? And the couple of things that we said yesterday that we went into is the number one, I am sure and certain in who I am and how I serve. We had that mantra from yesterday. I hope you guys try on that mantra for size in your own life and realize that when you know who you are, you know your heart, and you know how you serve, no one can question that. Nothing can question that. You know who you are, you know how you serve. That's number one. Number two is if I act today from a place of complete integrity, from a place of I'm proud to tell this story in the future, to my children, to my clients. I would be so proud to be able to look around and say, you know what? Come see how I handled this. Let me show you. Let me share with you how I walked through this challenging thing, how I got this poop slung at me and I didn't sling any back, <laughs> how I, you know, had this, this thing that questioned everything about who I was and I chose to respond with love and to respond with grace and to respond with ease and to respond with strength and power. I operate every day. I try to. There's sometimes it doesn't always happen. We're humans. But I aim to operate every day from a place of I would be proud to show this to the world. 
I would be proud for my children to watch me right now do this, to hear me say this, to, to watch me love like this, to, to experience that, right? And so when we operate from that place of like, I'm okay with this story in hindsight, again, nothing can shake you. Because in hindsight, I wouldn't have done anything differently. I'm proud of me and how I walked through that. And there's a level of ease that comes with that because what are they going to say? What are they going to do? What's going to happen, right? There's ease. There's surety in that. So that was day one. If you want more of that and you haven't watched yet, day one, day one. Okay? So today we're going to get into the third thing that I believe is very important into the ease frequency, and that is no overloading of our schedule. So we have to protect ease. The truth is like the world does not value ease. The world values hustle. The world values action. The world values packed schedules. The world values more, more, more. The world values microwaves, like fast, fast things, not long-term, long, uh, sustainable growth, success. That is what I have built my business around is this long-term sustainability. This I'm here, I can play short games, I can putt, but I can also drive something down the fairway. <laughs> Serena, I'm laughing as I say that because if you've listened to the rec- one of the recent podcasts, I talk about the long game and the short game. And on the podcast episode, I couldn't find the word for what you do when you drive the ball down the... <laughs> and Serena, she's in the inner circle. She's like, it's called the fairway. <laughs> It's like, ha, yes, that's it. That's it. I'm not super great at sports names, but I know the analogies. So that's, that's wonderful. But yeah, we have to play the short game, but it's really the magic is actually in the long game when you can zoom out of the day to day and in the micro moments where it's like, I just need to get a client. And if you can zoom out into the fact that you're here for the long game and you're here to serve, and if you can just put something out today, that's going to serve the world, put something into like this energetic vortex, there's going to be a return every time there will be a return every time. And that's how I've built my business since conception of my coaching business in 2016, 17 was how can I show up today serving who's right in front of me playing the long game? I'm, I'm not going anywhere. It may not be hundred K months right out the gate. And I'll tell you, it wasn't, and it still hasn't been. And does it matter? Does it change how I show up? Does it change what I do? Does it change how I move in this world? Does it change the message that I have to share? Does it change the potency? No, And that's one of the things that I stand for in this industry is that we don't have to have the huge, massive income for you to be able to learn something from me. I've got codes, I've got wisdom, and your soul knows that. And that's why you're here inside this transmission tonight. That's why you're here. That's why when I speak, you can feel something. That's why when the words come out of my mouth, things stir, things stir, and things begin to shift. And it's not because I'm some thing on a pedestal, some woman on a pedestal doing a dance. It's not that. It's because I know where you've been. And we share codes and we share information. And as we share space, these things unlock within you and they also unlock within me. It's really cool. It's really cool. So the first thing about this dream, this ease schedule is we have to be ready and prepared to live the dream life now. Okay. We cannot wait for some future reality. Well, once I have the kids in school, then I will build the business, or then I will do the thing that I really want to do right now, or then I will X, Y, Z, or then I will start traveling, or then I will, maybe that's a bad one, but then I will start whatever. Have you ever had a person in your life where they're like, let me just get through this season 
Or maybe they'll say, let me just get through this project at work. I've got this huge project at work. This huge thing is going on at work. So maybe some of you have this friend that, that frequently has lots of things going on. They're like, well, let me, we'll go out. We'll have wine. We'll, hi- we'll hang out once I get through this thing. And once they're through this thing, there's a new thing. And then once they're through that thing, there's a new thing. And it's like, when are you going to live your life? So the both and life, if you've ever heard me say, I am all about the both and life. There are many both ands that we could talk about, and I am a big fan of both and always. Okay, do you want the chocolate ice cream or the vanilla? How about we do both? Give me a swirl. <laughs> like the both and exists everywhere in my life, and it's so funny to, to witness my children do the same thing, and my husband's like, no, we can't have both. Why? We all want both. <laughs> it's fun. But the both and part of that is we can have our cake needed to. We don't have to wait till some milestone, some big thing to be able to experience the peace now. And like one of the best examples I want to talk about, like this is just a really great way to explain it. If you really desire a house cleaner and for some reason you put a lot of like stock around having, once I have this house cleaner, then I'm going to be more at peace in my home. And this house cleaner is going to just, housework stresses me out. Like there's this whole thing, importance around housekeeping, which is important, but sidebar for just a second, let's sidebar for just a moment. If we lower the importance of something, it actually helps the thing we want to come into fruition quicker. Okay. Side note, back to the main thing, main thing. So if the housekeeping is such a huge thing to you and you really desire it, the question we should be looking at is how can you start to get that into your life now? How can you start to tap into the reality where you do have a housekeeper every single week? Maybe that is budgeting for once a quarter, you have a housekeeper come in. It's 150 bucks once a quarter. So yeah, you can put aside 50 bucks a month to have a house cleaner come in once a quarter. Maybe it's a once a year a year thing and it's a gift you give yourself for Mother's Day. It's the gift, right? Everybody in your family donates and you get a Mother's Day house cleaning. I don't know what your situation is, but the point is, the point is we wanna look at what's the thing and how can we start to get ourselves onto the frequency of where that thing exists. Because oftentimes, even just looking into the thing you want that you seem to think is so far away from you is actually the thing that you're like, oh, it doesn't cost that. It doesn't really cost that much. Why am I delaying this thing that I've said for years I can't do? Like that was me last year when I decided finally to like get a quote on LASIK eye surgery. And I got into it and realized, dang, this is actually more affordable than I realized, especially with some discounts and stuff like that that we had access to through my husband's job. And it was like, okay, this is cool. But I had been saying for literally years, no, I can't do it yet. No, I can't do it yet. No, I can't do it yet because of money until, which is so ridiculous, right? But my point is I want you to look at, I want you to look at the things that you want that you're saying you can't do yet. And this applies into your business too. Yeah. Shandy says, I always say house cleaning is the biggest dealer of women's dreams. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I personally get like frazzled with clutter. So like even just 10 minutes a night to like put things back together really sets my anxiety down and brings me into an ease place. We've worked that into our days, right? But this is like, what's the thing? If you're saying once I'm out of my nine to five, then I will sign the clients or then I will build the business I talk about all the time. We need to, we need to clean that up. We need to look at that. We need to look at that. It's like, what would happen if you didn't have the job anymore and you were building the business, right? Then what? 
Well, then you'd probably find something else to distract yourself with, honestly, right? If we're being honest here, you'd probably find the dishes needed to be done. You'd probably find a closet that needed to be cleaned out. You'd find all these different things to distract yourself from the actual thing you want, which is to build the business. Then we have to look at the patterns, the reasons, the thoughts, and all that stuff behind it, which is some fun stuff that we can get into inside of the Voxer Mini Mind or any of my coaching containers, right? That's, That's where we really go into the depth of this and take this content to the next level with you. So... The, the key here is we don't want to delay the dream life. We don't want to feel like it's outside of us. We want to feel like it's now. It's now. We're experiencing parts of it now. We're living parts of it now. And yes, we're getting closer every moment of every day into the next iteration of that. But it's dreamy now. It's dreamy now. So you can look at like you can look at your life. Like what is not dreamy? What is not ideal? What would be ideal? And then how can you start to move towards that? And also, how can you release some of the pressure around it being perfect? Because it's never going to be, right? It's never going to be perfect. It's never going to be perfect. I mean, I look at at the kids. There were seasons with the kids where they were babies. And there was was hard times when they were babies. But there was also really easy times when they were babies. I mean, I could take my kids in a stroller and put them in the booth next to me at a restaurant and have a date with my husband and, like, actually be able to have a date with my husband, not have to try and talk over and get my, my words in because my little two tinies are trying to get their words in for the day, right? It's, it's just so different. And even the season of life I'm in now, there's ease, there's easier things, but then there's also challenge. There's now the fact that we have emotions from f- babies don't really, I mean, yes, they do, but like they don't really have opinions. They don't really have, like, you don't have to steward the heart that much. You just got to make sure they're fed, burped, you know, poop, all that stuff. And it just gets different, right? So my point is, is that there's always something and there's, we can always find joy in those things. So I'm led to talk about like school and babies because I I have my kids in school now, but it's like, it hasn't always been that way. There's been like last year we were homeschooling. They were home with me 24 seven, 24 seven. We don't have family here. Like So I get that life. I also get the life of part-time preschool. I also get the life of babies and newborns and toddlers and all that. So it's, it's kind of an interesting place to be where I've seen it at each level. I've done it at each level. And one thing I can tell you is that there was always a solution. There was always a solution. When I started from a desire first level, like what is the desire? What's going to serve me? What's going to serve my husband? What's going to serve the kids? best in this season. And we start there. We don't look at money. We don't look at money at all. We don't figure out what's going to be the cheapest option. What's going to be the most convenient option. What's going to, no, like we go with what's the desire. What, how do we want this whole thing to feel? And then the solutions begin to come in and then we can say yes or no. But anytime I ever made a place, a decision from a place of money, it was fear-based, right? It was fear-based hundred percent. And anytime we make decisions from a place of fear, we get results that are from that versus faith. Like we want to operate from a faith forward place. So I share that with you because as you are walking your journey, it's going to be in your massive best interest to look first at the desire and then allow everything else to then come in to support that. Okay. Then come in to support that. So 
Okay, so here I'm going to give you a homework. We've got a couple parts of today's thing, and I'm going to give you homework in each part. I'll recap the homework at the end if you don't take notes now, but here's, here's the first part homework. I want you to ask yourself, what are you delaying? What are you delaying doing? What are you delaying experiencing? What are you delaying? What conversation are you delaying? What change are you delaying? What thing are you delaying? And how could you begin to fit it in now? And like, it also is good to look into like why you're delaying the thing. You know, Chelsea, this just reminded me as you're popping on, it reminded me of this talk of like nice cars and getting nice cars. Do we delay the nice cars until we've got the kids out of the house? Or do we delay the nice cars until we've got the kids at a place where they're not going to, you know, kick the back seat of the car or drop their French fries or cake yogurt. I mean, come on guys. How many of you guys have had the little smoothie yogurt things with, you know, and then all of a sudden there's, there's, it's like on the ceiling. How, how is there yogurt on the ceiling? How is there yogurt on the ceiling? But you know what? Things are meant to be lived in. Life is meant to be lived, lived. And that's the beautiful thing about enjoying the things that are in front of you and not hoarding the memories and the moments that could be possible within these containers that we live our life in. The containers are, we have a lot of different containers we live our life in. Our home, our car, um, the like the times between, like even like the, the one of my favorite containers of my day, of my weeks, is the container of me taking my children to school the morning container, the setting them up for the day, the reminding them who they are. I literally say, do you know who you are? Do you know who you are? And tell me who you are. And they'll tell me who they are. And I'm like, yes, you are that a hundred percent. You are that. Let me pray for you as you head off to school. Let me, let me remind you that you are a light in this world, that everywhere you go, people know the light that you bring that you change the room you walk in, that you shift atmospheres by your presence. These are the things I say to my children. They're also the things that I say to myself. I know, and I play with this all the time as I walk into a Starbucks or I walk into a whatever. I know, and I play with the fact that my presence is already shifting the space I'm about to walk in. It's almost like if you want to think about NFL Madden football on like, PlayStation or something. I never actually played this. Here I am with the sports analogies again. It's okay. We got this. But my brother did. And so whenever he was playing this, you knew which character he was on the field based on the little bubble underneath his feet, right? The little circle thing that was there. That's how I picture it as I'm walking in this world. I'm like this character that's moving and coming into contact with all kinds of different people and energies and situations and atmospheres. And we shift rooms by our pure presence. We really do. We really do. There's a lot here to talk about, but like we really, we shift rooms. This is why you know when you walk in a room and there's like some weird energy, like it just feels like you walk in and you're like, what just happened? Who just said what to who? Like something just happened. Have you ever walked in a room like that where you're like, um, I'm going to just go back out where I came from? <laughs> You know, there, there's energy happening. You're experiencing energy all the time and you can have the same effect on a different scale on the other side of that. And that is this, this shifting for the, this positive, this everywhere I go now, all of a sudden the atmosphere has changed. The people that are there think new things. They have new thoughts. They experience new things. I have an energetic, rich state that I bring everywhere I go and the world benefits from that. My presence is the most profitable thing I can do for me and for you and for the world. Ew, David. Yes, exactly. 
<laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. So I'm not sure how we got off on that tangent, but that was a good one. That was a good little rant to go on. So the homework, the first part of the homework is how, like, what are you delaying? What are you delaying experiencing now and why? And if it's money, get a quote, figure out how much it is. If it's really that important, start budgeting. Also, they may have really good like payment plans. Like LASIK, had we had to finance it, it would have been super cheap, super cheap. So don't delay the things you want to do now that are going to allow you to live in abundant now, in abundant now. <sighs> yes, my presence is the most profitable thing for me in the world. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I love it. Okay, so the next thing I want to roll into that is a big part of ease is seeking permission. Oftentimes when women come to me, they're silently seeking permission, whether they say it or not. It's like a, can I, can I build this business working 20 hours a week or less? Can I do it differently than the rest of the industry? Well, I want to do it like this, but the dude, the guru guy who has the, you know, the million dollar course or whatever, he says, you got to do it like this. And the funnel guy says that. And so shouldn't I do this? Isn't this the way I'm supposed to do it? Isn't a launch supposed to go like this? Can I really? And it's like this silent, like sneaky little permission. And this is, this is of course natural. When we look at the way we, we grew up, make sure you raise your hand. If you got to go pee, make sure you get the hall pass before you walk down the hall up, no standing, no getting out of your seatbelt unless the seatbelt sign is off. One of my favorite things to do, it's kind of rebel, it's kind of a little bad girlish, is when the, I'm on the airplane and we're like clearly in the air and like things are good, take off my seatbelt. I ain't waiting for you to tell me what to do. I'm not getting up, I'm not roaming about the cabin, but I'm not wearing my seatbelt. <laughs> it's like these little things, right? These little things that we have done that we do, which sometimes we should, right? There's, there's you know. But it's about you owning you and you owning your sovereignty and you deciding what's best for you. And personally, I love to decide what's best for me and those around me. It's both for me. It's both and. <laughs> Make sure you raise your hand for permission. Yes, yes. And this is something that like I have to like unwire my girls about because they'll come home and be like, hey, mommy, like you don't have to say, hey, mommy, just say like what you want to say. Like, please, I want to hear just talk, talk to me, girl. So the seatbelt sign is off. The hall pass. It's not required. You get to move and groove like however you see fit. Like freaking dance it up however you see fit. And it's, it's so interesting because we're taught to obey. And oftentimes these, these powers that be that we are taught to obey are actually taking us further and further away from the truth, the truth. And that's where our higher self lives. That's where our highest timeline lives. That's where our highest reality lives. That's where the, the things we want and desire live because our desires are divine. We don't just have desires just because we have them because they are an option. They are a real potentiality inside the world that we can align to and get to and get, move closer to. That's why if, if it's a very basic example, if housekeeping is a desire, that's why you want to start getting closer to the frequency of it. That's why you want to start to play in that world. And you can start to play in that world by having 
people around you who have house cleaners who clean their house every week. Like that's a way to do it too. There's other ways to kind of hack your reality here. But when we obey the powers that be, we lose our truth, our connection to the divine. And that's where true ease lives. That is 100%. If I could sum up this masterclass in one phrase, true ease lives with your connection to God. That's it. That's it. And so I really want to hark on this for a second because I'm speaking to, to moms, to women who are stewarding businesses and stewarding homes, stewarding humans, little humans, little hearts, little lives, or maybe grown-up lives. Maybe you've got teenagers. I don't even know. Maybe you want kids. Maybe you have kids. Maybe you once had kids and they're out of the house and they're adults now. I don't know, but it's the same. It's the same. If we're looking, if we're outsourcing our authority to someone else to tell us what to do, to tell us what to think, to tell us how to uh, go about something, to tell us how to connect to God, that was the one I never understood. What, you got to go through a pastor? You got to go through uh, somebody else to be able to, what? No, I don't think so. (laughs) Not for me, at least. Not for me. Because I'm just going to go straight to the source. I don't know why we need to like have, you know, a middleman here. And that's just, that's the, 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 these things have been put into our world in order to control and to manipulate for lack of better words. So one of the things, as long as you notice what's happening, you can be on top of the situation. So What's so funny is I'm being reminded right now of of back years ago when funnel started being a thing. This was like probably 2016, 2015, probably before that. But I specifically remember being introduced into the online world and was coming across funnels. And, you know, I went through that funnel guys thing and I was like in all of his stuff and I started to tell my parents about it. And I said, I said, mom and dad, as long as you know you're in a funnel, you're okay you're safe. As long as you know you're in a funnel, as long as you know somebody's trying to, like you're in a funnel, you're not going to get, you're not going to get, like you're not going to all of a sudden buy something without knowing. So anyway, it just reminded me of that because it was like the pre-days before everybody else knew what a funnel was. And I was like, as long as you know you're in a funnel, you're on the top end. And it's the same thing with, with the things around us. As long as you know that you have these other powers that are trying to gain power over you, so that they can control you, then you can act accordingly. The government doesn't know what's best for your children. The TV shows they watch doesn't know what's best for your children. The food companies, hello, don't know what's best for your, for your children. The pharmaceutical companies don't know what's best for you or your children. All of these things, all of these things, we have to be diligent in stewarding ourself and our peace and our connection to God. And nobody else can tell us what that is or how that looks. I can't tell you that at all. I can't. I can't. Some of my biggest, biggest core values are personal responsibility, radical personal responsibility. That means the only thing you're focused on is you. If you're experiencing something out here, it's as a reflection of what is in here. You can't control, you can't change anything else. I can't change anything. If my husband's pissing me off today, I can't change that. I can't change it, but I can change me. I can change the way I respond. I can change the way I receive it. I can change the way I perceive it, right? I can change that. If my kids are yelling, I can't, if they're fighting, if they're con- like just uh, at each other constantly, I can't change that necessarily. But I can change the way, the state in which I respond, the way in which I handle the thing. 
And it's interesting, when we start to do this, life does change on the outside. This is why I said yesterday, we go frequency first, in first, then out. Frequency first, then it changes. Have any of you guys tried to change your husband? Have any of you thought, man, it'd be really cool if he started to like care about personal development? And like, I've sent him like 10 podcasts this week, and like, he hasn't listened to one. And I thought he'd really like Ed Milet, because Ed Milet's kind of cool, and Ed Milet's a guy, and he's got like big muscles, but like, he's not listening to any of them. <laughs> Have any of you done any of that? Have you tried to get your husband to do something? Something, like, I don't know, whatever it is. I don't know. But for me, a big one in my journey was like personal development. I want you to be on this journey with me. I want you to be growing yourself. I want you to be experiencing the shifts that I'm experiencing. And like, I would try to micromanage his growth. And I just, you, I, it never worked. It never worked because it was a mothering energy. And it was something that he was like, mm, I don't need another mom. I just want a wife. I just want a lover. It never worked. But the moment I released my control over him, which was really a distraction from handling me, and I just focused on me and I was doing the things and I was reading the book and I was having the coaching and I was experiencing the shifts and I was working out and I was doing, you know, whatever. All of a sudden things start shifting. Hey babe, I think I'm going to join a coaching program. What? Is this James Fleming I'm talking to? Cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, 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 we don't, we can't micromanage their journey, but we can fix what's inside of ourselves. And we can model it from within us. And then all of a sudden, things start to change pretty quickly. Pretty quickly. Yes, I'm looking at the comments now. All day long, yes, I'm listening. Yes, exactly. I'm like, can you just please skip the first part of that and just tell me? We don't need to say, hey, mom, can I tell you something? Yes, just please tell me. <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> I look to look for the right way to build my biz, but then my inner rebel doesn't want to follow along half the time. Oh my gosh, you're going to love tomorrow. Tomorrow, we're taking it all into the business. We're taking it all into expectations. We're taking it all into strategy. It is going to be next level tomorrow. I'm so excited. Okay, I'm accepting that I just need to go my own way because I don't like to do what I'm told to do anyways. Exactly. And here's the funny thing. It's like, it's this weird, like, tell me what to do, but don't tell me what to do. It's like, tell me what to do, and then I'll do the thing. But then they tell you what to do and you're like, no, 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 don't tell me what to do. So it's like you've got to know the rules of engagement almost. And then you can play and tinker and make your own way of doing it. And that's kind of one of my specialties. You know, Shandy, inside the Voxer Mini Mind is like finding your specific intuitive way that's wanting to come out and be expressed through you. Because the, the truth, like there is no one way to build a business, but there is a way, there is your way that is meant to be done in this season. And that's what gets fun to find out. But we've, you've got to know kind of the laws of the universe, so to speak. Yes, the laws of the universe, but like also you've got to know the laws-ish of sales and marketing. So then you know how to bend the laws, how to manipulate them, how to play with them, like what actually works here, right? Um, so that gets fun, gets super fun. So who are you outsourcing your permission to? Coaches are a big one. I went through a while, actually, of outsourcing my permission to coaches, to gurus, to um, people I respected and love and admire, and just brilliant, brilliant humans. I outsourced my permission, my, my authority to them as far as my business went. And I want to tell you, and I want to remind you today that the only one that truly knows what's best for your business or for your life is you. It's you. And that's really cool because you have you all the time. You never don't have access to that 
Yeah. So there's a level of ease that comes with knowing that the answers are like literally right here, right here. The answers are literally right here. This is why when you coach with me in any capacity, I constantly will point you back to you because that's the only one that has the answers. It's not me. I'm not some magic thing that you have in your back pocket that all of a sudden get grants you access to the answers. No, the answers are in you. And yes, because we've had lifetimes of conditioning around these things and we've been told and taught to look outside of ourselves for the solution, there is a whole lot of deconditioning that has to happen. And that's one of the reasons why we have coaches and support in our back pocket so that we can have support in reminding us where the actual answers are. And they're not out there. They're not with that person. They're not with that coach. They're within yourself. And if you can find the coach that will guide you back to that, that is where the magic happens because that is where the the long-lasting results actually begin to happen. That is where you're able to make strides and actually hold those things. That's why like, I've seen some of my clients, they'll make a ton of income with another coach, but they can't sustain it. And then they come work with me and they're like, finally able to start embodying and integrating the things that they are desiring to do because it's now their way, not them trying on some other person's way because that that sometimes works. It works for a season. It works for a second, but it doesn't work for sustainability. It doesn't work for the long haul because also you change. So like the thing might change. So what happens when you change and now you need a new way, but you were so used to that way or having that person for answers and now you no longer have them. What are you supposed to do? The key is learning how to look to yourself for the answers. Know how to ask yourself powerful questions and know how to get the clarity you need from your own connection to God. This, uh, seriously, Shandy, this is why we work so well together. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So who are you outsourcing permission to? Religious leaders is another one I wrote down. But like I said, some of the key tenets for me, some of the key uh, values for me in my business, but also personally, is is having very strong self-awareness, knowing what's for me, what's not, knowing what's going on within me, knowing when I feel this feeling, like where where is that coming from? What is the thing? Like that self-awareness is a skill and you begin to learn that the more you dive into and take personal responsibility, which is a second core value of mine, radical personal responsibility. That is, I am the only one responsible for the things I am experiencing and no one and nothing else is to blame. Because if you're playing the victim card and you're blaming, you're villainizing something else or you're he- you're deifying. So it's like there's the three different angles in the drama triangle that exist. And the key, I'll tell you the key, the key is not to exist in the drama triangle. You want to escape the drama triangle because in the drama triangle, you are always going to be one of the three sides unless you escape it. And when you escape it, I like to call it, it's like co-creator. Like you, you just realize that you're co-creating with life. And if you have somebody that comes in your life to hurt you, then that's okay. They're, they're a part of your story to, to help you learn how to keep your heart open while your heart's been questioned and not put your walls back up or some, like some kind of lesson that came from that. That is the, that is the co-creator way of looking at that. Okay. They don't go, Oh, that's a villain. They're here to hurt me. And so I'm so hurt. I'm this little victim, right? So there's like the victim, the villain and the hero. And the crazy thing about this drama triangle, is this the first time you guys are hearing about this? Cause I wasn't planning on going into depth on this and this could probably be its own whole thing. But let me know if this, if you guys have heard this before, but the thing about the drama triangle is 
if you're in it, you are playing a role. And at any time you could, the roles could switch. So the, the, the hero, the Messiah, okay. That's another way to look at it. Eventually becomes the villain or the victim, right? So like you look at, you look at Jesus, he was crucified. He was deified as the hero. That's a whole different story, but like, and then people started to villainize him. They started to villainize him, right? So if a victim is finding a reason to blame their state on somebody else, the villain, then they are caught in the drama triangle. And the key in your response and the key is in how you show up is to not play into any of it. And that includes not being the hero, not trying to come in and save the day, not bringing this proving energy into play so that you can make sure they love you, so that you can make sure you give value, so you can make sure that everybody's happy because the hero eventually becomes a villain or a victim. So there's always that kind of going around. So the key is co-creatorship. The key is stepping out completely of this drama triangle and just owning your own personal reality, the things that come in and the things that you give out. And it's all here for the greater good. Okay, we may need to do a whole thing on that later because that's a whole really powerful topic. Okay, so yes. <laughs> I'm just like, I have like a whole other two pages of stuff to talk about and it's already 17. This is awesome. Okay, so the, the homework for the second part is who are you outsourcing your power to? What are you waiting for permission to do? What are you silently asking for permission on? Who are you asking for permission from? Like, what are you outsourcing, okay? And then what gap do you desire to see filled? And then how can you go fill it now? So that one is really powerful because often it's very easy to look around in life and see gaps. Be like, oh man, they really should do this. They really should coach like this. Or ugh, the online coaching industry, that. I really wish I could see this. And then whatever you're seeing, whatever gap you're seeing is actually the gap you're meant to fill. And so if you can see that, if you can recognize the thought and be like, okay, I'm seeing a gap here. I'm seeing a gap here. How can I go fill that gap? How could I be the one to go fill that gap? So let's just say, for example, that you are, you help people with their fitness and you see this gap. I just saw Bailey hop on, so I'm like, I'm totally going to go down this fitness rabbit trail. But you you see this gap in the fitness industry, and you're like, geez, man, like, you know, everybody's got these apps and these workouts and these, these like, you know, cookie cutter nutrition plans, but geez, like, the real work is in the emotional side of things, because, like, anybody can get an eating plan, but, like, are you going to actually stick to it? And, like, what's the emotional and the energetic side of things? And that's the gap you see. So instead of sitting here going, geez, nobody talks about this. You go be the one to talk about that. You go be the one to fill that gap. You go be the one to do that thing that you see as a gap in the marketplace. That's your opportunity. You don't have to wait for permission from anybody to do that. You're seeing it as the exact permission that you are getting and receiving from higher source, from God, your connection that's saying, hey, 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 you're noticing this. That means you're here to fill it. That means you're here to, here to fill it. If we would become so much more in tune with where our noticing goes, we would understand the nature of reality pretty darn quick. You would realize what comes in and why. And if you notice something, it's an option. It's, it's for you. The same thing with prosperity. If you start to notice 
a lot of wealth around you, if you start to notice a bunch of income earners, if you start to notice a bunch of women doing what you want to do, if you start to see a lot of things like me where it's like, oh my gosh, she's like living this life of ease and making money and helping people, sign me up. Like what? If you start to notice these things, that means it's very close for you. That means it's within proximity for you. You're experiencing that. Do you know how many people there are in this world that don't have access the way we have access? They don't get to tune into podcasts every every single week and listen to the latest insights from the most brilliant minds in the world. They don't have access to that, but we do. We have access and proximity to women that are cracking milestones left and right, and I don't just mean monetary. Moment milestones, memories, times, like true, true wealth which is wealth of money, but it's also wealth of moments and a wealth of freedom within our own bodies. Like actually being able to be free within our own beings and not being strapped and tied and corded to all kinds of different things and people. True ease is being able to be completely disconnected from everything else and be completely in our body and give the gift that we're here to give we can't give the greatest gift that we're here to give if we're connected and, and doing all of, and taking action from this place of like, well, I need to make sure I do it this way so that they can be happy because you're still tied into them. And you want to don't, you don't want to overstep here because then what if they don't see your value and they don't love you? Ah. And like, there's all of these different things. And we, the more you notice these cords that you have connected that are almost like, like puppet, you're being puppeteered. You have cords connecting you to other things that are causing you to react in different ways. And when you can notice that, then you can cut it and go, oh, I just got use of my arm back. Thank the Lord. Because I was being controlled by this thing. I, ne- I didn't even realize I put this, this my well-being connected to them. But they kept, they kept trying to move my arm. I guess they needed me to itch their back or something. But now I can itch my own back. And I can decide, do I want to itch their back? Yes, I do. Okay. Then we actually have true choice. And then it's beautiful. <laughs> It's weird sometimes how I get these things, but like, that's what a lot of us are doing. Like people pleasing over here, problem solving over here. And and we're not in our true choice. We're not in our true ease because we're tethered to all these other things, people, and situations. Past, present, or future. Like there's all that going on. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to take a sip of water and I want to hear what is resonating so far. And do you have any questions? Do you have anything I want, you want me to dive into even deeper tonight? That was homework too. I will recap the homework at the end. There's three parts to the homework. So this next part is building ease into your schedule and letting this become a way of life. Like I mentioned at the beginning, the world is not a fan of ease. The world is going to tell you that if you want your children to be a good, if you want your daughter to be a really good volleyball player, she needs to do club volleyball and needs to practice six times a week at the gym for two hours every night. So that's six nights away from your your family, six nights away from your dinner table, six nights away from each other, six nights out there doing all kinds of stuff. And it's all fine. So I'm not here to tell you one way or the other. Obviously, I don't have a child in in club volleyball. But one of the things I do remember very much from growing up was my brother was a baseball player. I was a volleyball player. And we never did club. And I used to be very annoyed with that. But my parents' decision was because it didn't align with our family values. We had other things to do during the week that were priority. And we had other 
desires and things which were like be at home and have dinner together and make memories there and then have all this stuff and it was just it was like this culture of like what what was our family here to do and then they actually my parents protected the schedule this is where is one of the reasons why i've embodied ease in such a powerful way it's because i saw it modeled my whole childhood hi Lori, how are you so the ease stealers are going to come in the world's going to fill your calendar if your calendar's empty right now, it's going to get filled really quickly. The universe hates a vacuum, which can, we, can, we can use this to our advantage, but we also want to make sure that if we want white space in our schedule, we're protecting, we're protecting the white space in our schedule. And this is 100% your responsibility and 100% something you can control, which is a good thing, which is a good thing. We can't control much, but we can control ourselves, which is cool. I played volleyball, but we didn't have club. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's a huge commitment, right? It takes you out of the house, I'm sure, a lot. And that works if that's what's in front of you as a family. So one of the things, yes, secrets of the millionaire mind. So you build for this. You build for this and then you protect it. You build for the ease you want to experience. You build for the, the life you want to live and then you protect it. So this also plays into the first thing that we talked about tonight, but it also, like, we're going to talk about the life you want to live. We're going to talk about actually building the schedule. So let's say you realize, like, summer is approaching. This is actually the perfect time. I've been doing a lot of talks lately with clients preparing for summer. Because summer is coming. They want to be present with their kids. They don't want to have the plethora of calls maybe they had last summer. And we've been doing, depending on the client, we've been doing preparation for this for a while and it's it's structuring the business and the life that's going to allow you to experience both right that's going to um allow you to have the ease in each moment so one of the things as we start to take away calls out of schedules or as we start to clean up offers or restructure things and the schedule starts to fill up with white space what happens is it starts getting filled up again all of a sudden you start to get a bunch of like requests from people. Oh, I'd love to have you do this. Or I'd love to have you be on my show. Or I'd love to have you be here. And these are all good things. Like all good things. Like Olaf says, these are all good things. All good things. But what we want to make sure when we're talking about the ease frequency is are we saying yes in a way that serves us now and serves us later are we taking all these requests right away because we we we, we want to hoard them because if we don't grab them now then they're going to escape us then they're going to leave us because that's one of the core tenets of the ease frequency is what is meant for you cannot escape you the inform the downloads you receive the downloads that you're meant to share cannot escape you they cannot leave you they cannot be lost so if if every time you get like this download and you're like Oh my gosh, I got to go record this reel right now. I got to go do this thing right now. Honey, take the kids, take, take the things. I got to go into my office and lock myself in here, or I got to go to Starbucks or whatever and do the things I used. Oh my gosh. I used to be like that. Probably drove James insane. He's like, how many books have you written being at Starbucks? (laughs) Like zero. (laughs) What are you doing woman? (laughs) Like I literally remember that was like four years ago. Um, and when I was like, I have, I have, I have this brilliant idea for this masterclass. I've got to go right now. Can you handle bedtime? Can you do this? Okay, bye. And it's like, do you see, do you see what's happening to my shoulders? Like sometimes our physiology tells the story of our frequency. <laughs> sometimes our physiology will tell the story of our frequency. And when we notice the shoulders rising, we can be like, 
Oh, okay. Let me put you down. Let me bring the energy back into the heart. Or me just pop it out the, the head and, you know, send it to the cloud. Whatever you got to do to move the energy. But it's wild. It's wild. And so one of the things that I, I just want you to look at, like, where is your attention being pulled? Just from a pure data standpoint, scientist type standpoint, we don't need to get all into the emotions of it, but like, just look, just, just get curious. Hmm. I wonder how this day is going to go. Like, okay, Fridays are my off days. And those are the days that I have a lot of white space on my calendar. And I have the desire to do, you know, a bath and then I'm going to do, and then I'm going to do a bath and then I'm going to do like a journaling session on the back porch with some coffee. Oh, and then I'm going to go get a pedicure and you're filling your day with stuff, right? You're filling your day with stuff, which is key. You don't want to just have a day that has nothing. You want to know the way in which you're going to spend your ease, the way in which you're going to spend your thinking time. Okay. But then notice what comes in to distract you. Maybe you had a block of time set out to prep for an upcoming program or an upcoming masterclass or an upcoming launch and you have this two hour window on your calendar to like get it all figured out and then it comes down to it and you just distracted yourself for 30 minutes on tiktok and then 30 minutes in your inbox where there was all kinds of fires that didn't actually need to be put out but you thought they did because they were in your inbox and they must be important so you handled them and then all of a sudden now there's a call on your calendar for this afternoon when you were going to go get the pedicure because you see the world will come in and fill your time and, and tell you things are important and you'll feel like they're important when you're in a place of like success is outside of me. I have to go get it. But when you know that success is inside of you and nothing can escape you that is meant for you, the downloads can't escape you and you're not quick to capture them because if it's the, if it's the one that you're meant to share, it'll come back. It will come back. The ease frequency has been being dripped into my awareness since February. It's almost been like this bucket that's been sitting over here filling. And when it was time to deliver it, all I had to do was go turn the little spigot and then <laughs> this is how my brain works sometimes. But seriously, that's, that's like literally how I prepared for the ease frequency was I knew that all of this stuff was being deposited, me consciously, but also like God, dropping things into this bucket. And then I was able to extract it when I was in a place to do that. But it wasn't from this like frantic, I've got to figure out how to do the things and tell the things and teach the things. And like, I've got to do it right now. None of that. That's not ease. That's not ease. Ease is this is all working for my highest good. This is all in divine timing. This is all unfolding in the most magical way for me now and later and all of those around me. And I may not be sure how, but I trust. But I trust. But I trust. So take a look at those ease stealers in your life. What are they? What are the fake fires? What are the pot stirs? actual people or just situation or just things like who are the who or what are the pot stirrers in your life the drama places the things that always have something I also like ease stealers can also be grandma calling I love when Nani calls but like sometimes she calls during like the not good times like I'm about to like get into some deep work writing session and Nani calls and I'm like I love you Nani I'll call you later <laughs> and in those moments sometimes I answer sometimes I'm just like no but sometimes I'll answer and say, hey, can I call you later? 
because it's really important to me that I be present with you. It's really important to me that we have this conversation in a place where I actually can, can be in the conversation. My presence is the most profitable thing I can do for me and for those I share the space with. Whether that's you here on this masterclass, whether that's you on the feed in my Instagram profile, whether that's you and me on the podcast, whether that's you and me in real life, whether that's my grandma on the phone, whether that's whatever, like my presence is the most profitable thing that I can do. And same goes for you. Same goes for you. So notice, notice too, if you allow these ease stealers to come in and you, you're using them as excuses or avoidance from doing the thing you actually want to do, from doing the thing that's actually going to bring you closer to what you say you want. That's just a real, like, just a little gut check moment. Just see, just see, just see. So some ways that we can protect ease is like through protocols, through rules. And I say rules, I don't mean rigid rules because there's going to be some times, there's going to be some times where like, where like the rules are meant to be broken. But the having of the rules or the protocols of the knowing that when X happens, we do Z, that helps to bring ease. Because you know that if this ever happens, you know how you'd handle it. One of the biggest ways that I have found with my clients to help them into ease is their knowing that they have support if they need it. So, so this is for me too. Like if I'm going to get into a new situation in coaching that I've never experienced before and I'm kind of fearful about it, I know that I have mentors, I have support, I have people that I can tap into for their wisdom, their experience or expertise. I'm not going to be out here floating on my back trying to figure it out by myself. Like I got people, I got people. So do you, right? So it's that like that brings a level of ease because I know that if something happens, I know that I've got support to handle it. I've got different things around me. I've got, you know, my, my network spinal chiropractors that help me from a bodywork perspective. Like I've got that. I've got nutrition. I've got workouts. I've got drinking water. Like there's these, all these little things. And then, you know, we've got coaches, we've got mentors, we've got all these things that can help us. And that does bring a level of ease because you're like, okay, if something comes up, I got it. I can handle it. I can handle it. So allowing ease to become a way of life for you is, is a process. For me, it was a lot of unraveling of, for lack of better words, from, from my addiction to drama and pressure and problems. And when you stop needing those things to, like, to find fulfillment, you can actually tap into ease so much better, so much quicker. One of the things I, I used to notice myself do is when, the, when I started to experience ease, I would go create a problem. It couldn't, because it couldn't be that simple. It couldn't be that easy. Surely there was something about to happen and that's the thing I needed to go, to go, to go fix. So I had to go find a problem or create a problem. That was my form of sabotage. Let me go create some problems so I can solve. Katie, why'd you change your launch plan? Um, well, the other one I launched and nobody bought it within the first 30 minutes. So <laughs> it's a little bit of an exaggeration, but like how often do we do this, right? Where we make the launch plan from a frequency first perspective and then we're in the middle of it and we don't actually see it through and we create all these other scenarios 
exactly dopamine hits like I needed to go feel the dopamine hits so that I could be like okay I feel better now it's literally like a drug being addicted to pressure and highs or even lows like we talked about this yesterday how the high and the low is is like the same um it's the same frequency just a different side it's like that's not true that's that's not the way I'm saying it what is the way I'm saying it it's like two sides of the same coin so it's, it's the same thing just different <laughs> I know that doesn't make any sense <laughs> that's okay we'll, we'll just move on from that one but it's it it really is you get it you start to play with ease and you're like wow, I realize how uncomfortable I am when it's easy, when it's easy. And there's a whole lot of regulating and, and giving yourself grace as you start to integrate this as a way of being. Yeah, because it's like this reminding that I'm okay. I'm okay, because there's this like fear that like in the, in the neutral, that something must be wrong because you're used to feeling a different way. And then when you get it truly into this ease, it's like, wait, is this safe? Is this safe to be this peaceful? If I'm this peaceful, then nobody's going to buy my stuff because I'm not out there just like yelling on the internet, buy my stuff. Like I'm peaceful and I'm living my life and I'm embodying my work and I'm increasing my craft and I'm, you know, doing all this stuff. But like, is that enough? <laughs> it's like this, like there, there is a gap where you're like literally just like, eh, is this going to work? It's going to work it's going to work. I'm telling you, I've done it. I'm here. I'm telling you it will work. It is working. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, we have to hear, we, like Lindsay said, we have to heal our nervous systems too. We really, really do. We really do. And it's a process. It is not an overnight thing. It is a walk of uncovering little things here, little things there, and just beginning to unsurface the things that we have suppressed or backlogged in the past, which is for, oh my gosh, guys, we have one more page to talk about. So the homework from part three is what is your dream schedule and do you have safeguards for it? You just want to make sure you have some things in place. Maybe it's a calendar that you don't let people just pop on. You have certain times that they pop on. Um, maybe it's, you know, maybe you're invited to podcasts frequently and it's gotten out of control recently. You've said yes to all of them because you wanted to make sure you got all these opportunities. Maybe now it's you say, I've got three spots a month and I have already filled up April, but I'd love to have it in March or in May or whatever. Like maybe you put some safeguards in place like that to safeguard your peace, to safeguard your ease, to safeguard yourself as you're doing the, the things okay so that's huge 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 so the final thing i want to talk about tonight this one's huge because i was just kind of alluding to some of this and this is a lot to do with nervous system reworking a large factor of ease for me is i build in processing time i build in thinking time i build in creating time into my life i and probably most of you as coaches and mentors and leaders you are highly paid for your thoughts, for your brain, for your experience, for your, uh, the wisdom that you extract from the life that you're living. And so for me, me creating processing time, thinking time and creating time is me literally increasing my craft and my commitment to my craft. It's my continuing education. And it's something that I have to prioritize. I remember a few years ago, literally having 15 clients and having no time for anything or anyone other than those clients. Like I didn't even have time for me or my husband and I was exhausted 
And sure, I was still working 20 hours a week or less, but like it was way too much. It was way too much. And I had no time to just be. And when you're when you're holding space for your clients, it's really important that you have space to hold space for yourself. And this is why having mentors is so important. This is why having support in that way is so important. But just also giving yourself the space and time to process so that you can come into the containers that you're in clean and clear with your full presence because your presence is the most profitable thing you can do. And so when I started doing this, creating processing time, creating white space, creating thinking time, it felt so unproductive. So I just want to tell you that right now. If you're going to do this, it's going to feel so unproductive. You're going to have all kinds of other things you probably could be or should be or maybe want to be doing. But like, let's just be. Be where our feet are. Give ourselves a chance to digest. And you'll find like where, what time of day might be best for you. Sometimes like like my deep thinking time is best at night on nights where James is working, you know, um, or in the morning before the kids wake up or even when they are awake. Because what we've learned from day one and parts of today is that we don't need our circumstances to be perfect for us to be powerful. We don't need to wait for our circumstances to be perfect for us to be powerful. So even if the kids are at your feet, sitting next to your little heater, I have a heater thing in my room and every time I turn it on, both kids are right there and the dog <laughs> and that's okay. It doesn't have to be perfect for it for us to be powerful. And so I want to ask you, are you building time into your day to expand? To expand your mind, to expand your being, and also to expand your craft. Your craft may not be my craft, but your craft is something. And it is important that we put effort and energy into expanding our craft, the thing that we're here to do and that gift that we're here to give to the world. It is so important. We need time as leaders to process so that we can hold powerful space for those that are around us. And so this can look like CEO time. This can look like just pure thinking time, writing time with no agenda. For me, that's the, mo- that's the morning. And then, um, like I said, specific like, like thinking situations, I like to do at night. But that's just me. That's just me. So I want to, the final piece of homework is, this is a lot. You, I told you guys this was a lot. You're going to probably be doing this over the weekend. But it's clear the clutter practice, okay? And we get into this pretty heavily within the Divine Downloads program that's coming up in April, but it is the journaling program. It is a practice of being still and allowing your awareness to bring to you, like almost like a filing cabinet, like bringing to you the thing that you need to look at the thing that's unresolved, the thing that's that's just in your mind. This could be a brain dump list. You could go into this and actually shift each, each thing that comes up. That also might be a lot. But the thing is, we all have a backlog of things that are within our system. Things that maybe previously we haven't been able to process or handle, and it still lingers. There's still portions that linger. There's still things that need to be let go of. There's still things and people we need to forgive. There's still whatever. That this clear the clutter practice is 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 like looking at this messy room and like having the boxes come to you so that you can then see oh okay that's what this is hmm, I think it's time to finally let this go we've had this for years we don't ever look at it it's not that important okay it's time to release this right this clear the clutter practice is is very 
powerful to do frequently. And the more frequently you do it, the more you'll be able to move through the things and start to actually be able to have like a clean and clear experience. So those are the four things today. We just went through a bunch of stuff. So I'm going to read off to you the four homeworks for the night. Hello, hello. Um, For those of you that are just hopping on. So homework number one is what am I delaying? What am I saying I want to do? And how could I fit it in now? How could I start to experience that now? How could I get on the same wavelength or frequency of that now? Homework number two is who are you outsourcing your power to? Who or what are you outsourcing your power to? A person, a coach, a strategy, a situation, a... Who are you outsourcing your power to? What are you waiting for permission to see done so that you can then do it? And instead, let's just go fill that gap. And finally, not finally, third, is what is your dream schedule? And do you have safeguards to protect it? Do you have safeguards to protect the ease frequency that you want to live inside of your schedule? Inside of your schedule. And then noticing what's a common derailer for you. And then what's your response going to be when it happens? Because if you can notice, okay, my common derailers are typically the people in my inbox in email. Then, then maybe the response is, I don't check my email until after all of my other stuff is done. And then we do. And that could be your response, right? But looking at that ahead of time is going to be huge. And then finally, the clear the clutter, which this is going to be an ongoing tool that you'll have access to use. And that is just allowing your mind and awareness to bring to you the things that are left unprocessed and begin to process them. To begin to shift them, to begin to open them, look at them, hmm, see if they still resonate with you, release them if they don't, all that stuff. So I would love to hear as we wrap this thing up, I'm going to start to talk about some upcoming things, but I would love to hear if you have any questions about what we've gone into. If there's anything you're like, okay, yeah, Katie, that was good, but I really would love for you to go into a little bit more about what this means or what this is or how would this apply in this situation. If you have any questions like that, put them below, okay? So coming up, like I mentioned earlier, Sarah won uh, access to the Voxer Mini Mind next week. We start next week. This is my monthly group Voxer Mastermind that happens for five straight days. It's a mini mind. So that means it's very fast paced. We go from Monday to Friday. Unlimited deep coaching, masterminding between you and the other ladies. It's a small group. It's super intimate, super powerful. You come, you bring your number one intention that you want to get out of the space. And we do the thing. We do the thing. You leave with more than you bargained for. I guarantee it. So that starts next week. And we also have the Divine Downloads Journaling Edition program that is coming up. This is my journaling program that we've taken a few ladies through. And this time we are now zhuzhing it up extra cool. It's going to include, it's a four-week program that has 
four Voxer days included to where I can actually show you and walk you through how to journal and how to ask yourself powerful questions to lead yourself to clarity, to lead yourself to content, to better content that's going to hold the energetic frequency of what it is you desire to create, which actually is where your ideal clients are going to be able to hear and feel you, um, to be able to extract the intelligence of the things that you're walking through and how to lead yourself through a journal and then bring that onto the internet to create sales. It is a very potent and short program. And we're adding on the, uh, the journaling aspect, like the Voxer aspect, which is going to be so freaking cool. So that is 111 just to join the program. I've got a bundle that I'll tell you about in just a second, which I'm really excited about, but channeled content is my content program that is coming in May. And this is the program that's all about how to create content that is quick, good content, powerful content, content that people can feel you in, content that has your frequency infused into it, shouldn't take and doesn't need to take hours. You don't need to block a bunch of time to write a bunch of things. I've I've done that. Like I said earlier, I've had those moments where I have to escape off to Starbucks to create the things. But what I'm telling you is the most powerful content when you know how to find it and you know how to extract it and you know how to present it is the best. And it's called channeled content. And I'm going to show you how to do that inside of this three-part program that we're running in May live for the first time. I can't wait. So if you want that, if you know you want into that, just send me a DM specifically on channeled content. So then the third thing, back by popular demand, we are doing the money game. It is time for another stinking money game. Last time we played this, we had multiple, multiple five figures come in inside of the money game group of women who were manifesting and creating money left and right. This 10 day experience, it's going down in Voxer. You're gonna get 10 days of live transmissions within Voxer from me. So they're live trainings, they're based, they're short, but they are little mini games that we're gonna play with money. And we're gonna challenge your belief around money. We're gonna challenge your belief around receiving. We're gonna challenge uh, just what it looks like for you to bring more abundance into your world. And what you're gonna start to see is that money pops left and right for you and for those around you inside of the money game. And we're doing it in Voxer because it's going to, I mean, just, I have so much planned for you. That's all I'm going to say about that for now. So that is in June. We're going to end quarter two together in June. And we're going to bust right into quarter three for the 10 days of the money game. I can't believe it's been, it'll be just over a year. No, that's not true. I don't remember. Anyway, it's gonna be great. So that is coming up in June. If you know you went into that, send me a message. I'm telling you, you're not going to want to miss it. You're not going to want to miss it. And here's the thing. The Voxer Mini Mind is the number one best place you can get into my world right now. It is potent. It is powerful coaching. It is like the shift you're looking for. It is the place where we can extract your intuitive strategy and get you on the path to what you're supposed to be doing and ditch all the other roles. We'll get you out of your head. We'll get you out of the logic and we'll get you into your, your whole being. And so that is coming up next week in the best way. My favorite offer of this whole Ease Frequency is the Voxer Mini Mind Bundle. It's actually called the Ease Frequency Bundle. <laughs> the Ease Frequency Bundle is going to get you Voxer Mini Minds for a year. That means you get to coach with me every single month for the next year for five straight days inside of this unlimited Voxer chat. Plus, any program I run 
including the next three ones, which are, like I said, divine downloads, channel content, and the money game. And you get all of that for $3,000 in full or $300 a month for 12 months. I freaking excited. I'm so excited. This price is discounted for the ease frequency bundle. So if you know you want into the bundle, I would encourage you to DM me ASAP before the price goes up. That is going to be that's going to be the thing. And then of course, you can jump into the Voxer Mini Mind standalone as well. We start Monday. So, here's what I would encourage you to do. If you're feeling into any of these offers that I have just told you about, I would encourage you to hop into my DMs afterwards and talk. Let's let's talk about it. Cuz like the truth is, maybe these aren't the right things for you right now, but maybe they are. And we're not going to know until we get into a discussion. And the thing you'll learn about me when we get into DMs and we talk together is that there's no pressure. There's no pressure. There's absolutely no pressure. I'm committed to helping you identify your soul yes and what is best for you and for your business and for your goals. And if that's me, I'm freaking stoked. I'm ready to go. And if it's not, that's okay. So hop into my DMs. Let's talk about it. Let's feel into and think about and chat about what it is you're looking to hop into. And I cannot wait to celebrate you guys inside. I cannot wait to jam with those of you that are jumping into Mini Mind. Next week, we're starting the first, the next one. Um, and I love you guys so much. This has been such an epic day too. We have one more day tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern time, I believe. And I will see you guys tomorrow. I cannot wait. I love you all so much. Have a great, great night. Bye. Thanks for joining today's episode of the Ease Frequency Masterclass that has been amazing to bring you here on the podcast. Here's the thing. When this masterclass was live, there were certain offers that were available. And what I want to encourage you is if any of these offers that we talked about stood out to you, whether it was a year of Voxer Mini Minds with me, or whether it was channeled content, or the money game, or divine downloads, or any combination of that, reach out to me on Instagram and let's talk about which offer is calling to you and which one's going to be the best place for you to go. Let's have a no pressure conversation on Instagram to find exactly where you feel your soul is calling you into next. All right. I can't wait to see you next week on the next episode.